We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Episode 725 of the Al Galdi Podcast. It is Thursday, December 21st, 2023. The two-year anniversary of the Garrett Gilbert game. Remember that? (laughs) December 21st, 2021. Washington lost at the Philadelphia Eagles 27-17 on a Tuesday night. Washington was without its top two quarterbacks as both Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen were on the reserve COVID-19 list as part of Washington's massive COVID outbreak that led to the game on the previous Friday, December 17th, 2021, being postponed from the game's original day and time of Sunday, December 19th, 2021 at 1 p.m., And so Washington's starting quarterback for this game was Garrett Gilbert. Washington on Friday, December 17th, 2021, signed Garrett Gilbert off the New England Patriots practice squad. And he, four days later, (laughs) was Washington's starting quarterback in a key NFC East game. Unreal. Actually, Gilbert in this game, all things considered, was okay. But Washington did lose the game, part of a four-game losing streak for our team late in that 2021 season, with all four of the losses being NFC East losses. Hello and welcome to this Thursday installment of the Al Galdi podcast. Garrett Gilbert has not played in an NFL regular season game since that loss at the Eagles, wherever. Garrett Gilbert is. Hopefully, he's doing well. We hope that you are doing well. Uh, The commanders are not doing well, but that hopefully is going to start to change beginning with the major football operations change that we all know is coming. But before that change, the team has three games left in its 2023 season. You can't blame COVID for what has happened with Washington this season. Commanders at the New York Jets this Sunday afternoon at 1. Next segment, a discussion about the two reasons that, believe it or not, the Commanders' final three games this season actually do matter a lot. Draft positioning 
and quarterback Sam Howell. We are all disgusted with this commander season, but the truth is that what goes down over the team's final three games this season matters a ton regarding the franchise moving forward. I'll get into a lot of what Sam and head coach Rod Rivera said during their post-practice press conferences on Wednesday afternoon. I'll then talk about the ultra-compelling matchup that is Commanders at the Jets. The Commanders' really bad defense versus the Jets' really bad offense. (laughs) Which bad will be worst? You know, we on Monday Night Football, on Christmas night, have one of the games of the season. The Baltimore Ravens at the San Francisco 49ers at 8-15. The exact opposite of that game is Commanders at the Jets Sunday afternoon, Christmas Eve afternoon at 1. Also on the show, I'll talk Capitals. Uh, They on Wednesday night beat the New York Islanders 3-2 in overtime at Capital One Arena. Uh, Top line center Dylan Strome, game-winning power play goal, 141 into overtime. His team-leading 13th goal this regular season, in which the Caps now are 16-9-4. Things are going well for the Caps, even though the goal drought for top-line left-wing Alex Ovechkin does continue. Uh, It's now at an NHL career-worst 14 regular season games, although he on Wednesday night did have the primary assist on Strom's goal, had five shots on goal, and had a game-high nine total shot attempts. Ovi is doing some good things, but... He is not scoring goals. Uh, you can hit me up on X at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. I got the following from JSCRNA <laughs> on X regarding the scheduled fun that we had in the opening segment of Wednesday's show, episode 724. And that was revisiting ESPN's Chris Fowler having a hard time saying the last name of then Alabama quarterback and current Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungabai. Iloa in the college football playoff national title game for the 2017 season. What was the epic Alabama 26-23 overtime win over Georgia at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta? Here you go. Alabama. 20 points after halftime, all with Tagovailoa at quarterback. <laughs> all right, so that was our guy, Chris Fowler, who, for the record, is outstanding, uh, having some trouble saying that last name, Tungavailoa. Well, writes our friend JSCRNA on X. Hey, Al, love the show. I am a Georgia grad, so I have further insight into the Tungavailoa pronunciation schemata. Uh, listen, starting around 25 seconds. Hilarious. Uh, thank you for that. And JSCRNA includes a great YouTube clip. This was a portion of the Georgia radio call of that game. Uh, Play-by-play announcer Scott Howard and analyst and former Georgia quarterback Eric Zier on the IMG Georgia Bulldog Sports Network. Here you go. First to 10 at the 25-yard line. This is Tungavailoa back in at quarterback. Pump fake to the left. Looks downfield. We chase him with Bellamy. He avoids. We still chase. We chase him more. We got to get it down. Back on the 42-yard line. He kept holding on to the football. We got him way back there. Davin Bellamy with another key sack. And Jonathan Ledbetter. They tag teamed. Tackled by a Tungi Tungi Mamoa. Well, one freshman mistake by our guy. One by their guy. And that one was huge. 
Magliola just couldn't get rid of the football. Finally, we're able to track him down. We're just going to call it tongue-tied from now on. Ball's back on the 42. They lost 16 yards. Second 26 on the 41, they say. Tungle by Lola going downfield. He's got a man open. Oh, my God. Touchdown. Alabama has won it. <laughs> yeah, Tungi Momoa, the walk-off 41-yard touchdown pass to current Philadelphia Eagles receiver Devontae Smith to win the national championship. But wow, how about that? Complete disrespect of the name Tungavailoa, right? Especially by the play-by-play announcer who's supposed to know better. Uh, but you know, that is part of the charm of college football, at least in my opinion. Ultra Homer radio calls. Totally biased, unabashed Homer radio calls. Long live Tungi Momoa. <laughs> Tackle by Tungi Tungi Momoa. Yes, thank you. Tungi Momoa. Uh, email from Billy D in NC, as in North Carolina, on the drafting by Washington with Rod Rivera as head coach in the, yes, coach-centric approach. Writes Billy D, loyal listener of the pod. Really enjoy your insights. Thank you, Billy D. Continues Billy D. I was thinking about your comments regarding the poor drafting of the Ron Rivera regime. I think that your comments are very accurate. I also think that there is another factor at play here, and it is not often mentioned when we discuss recent commander's drafts. The coaching staff's inability to coach up or improve players' performances. Any player coming into the NFL out of college as a draft pick, even a number one pick, needs coaching and skill improvement to succeed in the NFL. We have heard many pundits and players comment about the huge jump from college to the NFL in terms of speed of play, quality of opponents, and complexity of the game. Ask yourself, what commander's draft pick under the Rivera regime has seen his skills or level of play improve. So while the draft picks might not be great, as you stated, the coaching also appears to be seriously lacking. Uh, Thank you for the email, Billy D. Yeah, you know, it can be hard to differentiate between bad drafting and bad player development. So I think what you do is you put the two things together, drafting and player development. And the two things go hand in hand. Uh, you can usually eventually tell whether a failed draft pick for a team was more bad drafting or bad player development by what happens with the player on his next team. But in the moment, drawing the line between drafting and player development is tough. Here's what we do know. Washington over four NFL drafts presided over by Ron Rivera has not gotten nearly enough from its draft picks. And four years into the Rivera era for Washington, Beyond taking safety Cameron Curl in the seventh round of the 2020 draft, name me another great draft pick by Washington in the Rivera era. Go ahead. I'll hang up and take your answer off the air, (laughs) okay? And I'm not talking about another nice draft pick, like, say, running back Antonio Gibson in the third round of the 2020 draft, or offensive lineman Samuel Cosme in the second round of the 2021 draft, or safety Derek Forrest in the fifth round of the 2021 draft, or running back Brian Robinson Jr. in the third round of the 2022 draft, or maybe quarterback Sam Howell in the fifth round of the 2022 draft. Those are nice picks to varying degrees. No, I'm talking about another great pick. A selection that right now you can unequivocally say was a great pick by Ron. You certainly can't name any of the first round picks 
that have been made by Washington under run. You can't name me another great draft pick by Washington in the Rivera era beyond Cam Curl. Not right now. That is a big problem for a regime over four NFL drafts. Well, also a problem is dealing with insurance. And so if you own or run a company in Maryland, Virginia, or Washington, D.C., put BMC Insurance to work for you regarding insurance for your employees. BMC Insurance can assist you with designing and implementing group benefit plans for employees. These plans include group health, dental, vision, life, and disability insurance. Go to insurancebmc.com. You'll be put in touch with the owner and president, Matt Brooks, a big Commanders fan, a loyal listener of this podcast. Make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. BMC Insurance uses cost-effective technology platforms to help employers manage employee onboarding and open enrollment periods. BMC Insurance conducts open enrollment meetings with its clients' employees via Zoom, a pre-recorded webinar, or an in-person meeting. And BMC Insurance is run by people, like Matt Brooks, who develop relationships with the employees of its clients so that the employees go to BMC Insurance with insurance carrier claim or billing issues, not you, the employer. You see... BMC Insurance takes the insurance burden off the employee and off the employer so that the employee and the employer can focus on what they do for a living and not insurance. BMC Insurance advises on strategies regarding implementing new group benefit plans and implementing employer contributions to these group benefit plans. Also, BMC Insurance can assist those who do not get health and dental insurance from their employers in obtaining health and dental insurance from the Maryland Health Connection and DC Health Link. And BMC Insurance understands how federal tax credits available through the Maryland Health Connection and DC Health Link work and benefit those who are eligible. The federal open enrollment period for those purchasing health insurance for themselves runs now through January 15th. If you own or run a company in Maryland, Virginia, or Washington, D.C., there is a better way to do insurance. Let BMC Insurance take how you do insurance for your employees to an elite level for both them and you. Put BMC Insurance to work for you. Go to insurancebmc.com, talk to Matt Brooks, and make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. That's insurancebmc.com, and make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. Hey, please consider following the podcast if you're not already doing that. Following the podcast is free. If you have an iPhone, you can follow the podcast simply by tapping the plus sign in the upper right corner on the page listing the recent episodes of the podcast. Uh, for so many of us, this commander season cannot end soon enough uh, because it is immediately after this commander season that it is on. <laughs> uh, it being the massive football operations change that we all know is coming, the firings of head coach Ron Rivera and almost certainly a number of other people. Uh, the commanders for this 2023 NFL regular season are 4-10 and 10, with a point differential of minus 142 tied for the second worst point differential in the NFL. The Commanders have lost five consecutive games. That is the longest active losing streak in the NFL. Uh, and yes, the Commanders last Sunday were officially eliminated from playoff contention. And yet, as much as it may not feel like it, there actually is a ton at stake for 
the Commanders for the Manders over their final three games this season. First of all, there's the draft positioning. The Commanders, as of now, would have the number four overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. But it's not just that. Per ESPN Analytics, the Commanders losing their final three games this season would give the team an 81% chance of having a top three pick in the 2024 draft, a 33% chance of having a top two pick in the 2024 draft, and a 3% chance of having the number one overall pick in the 2024 draft. Let those percentages sink in. The commanders losing out is imperative. I'm not being funny when I say that. This isn't shtick. The commanders losing out is imperative. This has to happen. When you talk about the future of the franchise, the commanders losing out would be huge. The team by losing out would have an 81% chance of having a top three pick in the 2024 draft and a 33% chance of having a top two pick in the 2024 draft. Operation Lose Out is in full effect, uh, certainly on this podcast. And keep in mind that the Commanders game at the New York Jets this Sunday afternoon at one is big from a draft positioning standpoint. The Commanders are the only team that's 4-10. and ten. The Jets are one of five teams at 5-9. and nine. Big game from a draft positioning standpoint. But the other reason that there actually is a ton at stake for the Commanders over their final three games this season is quarterback Sam Howell. Uh, Is he worthy of being the Commanders QB1 moving forward? Is he worthy of the Commanders with a potential top four, top three, top two pick in the 2024 draft passing on a quarterback? Or is Sam not a true QB1? Is he a guy who can be a nice QB2, but the Commanders most certainly need to be thinking quarterback with their first round pick in the 2024 draft? Uh, Sam has not been playing well lately. His total QBR per ESPN for each of the Commanders' last two games has been less than 28. Uh, QBR is on a scale of 0 to 100. Uh, Sam, over the Commanders' last four games, has just two touchdown passes versus six interceptions. He got benched in the Commanders' last game, right? The 28-20 loss at the Los Angeles Rams this past Sunday. And the guy who replaced him in that game, Jacoby Brissett, was a lot better than Sam was. Sam Howell and Rod Rivera on Wednesday afternoon did post-practice press conferences that took place in the one o'clock hour. This was Sam on what he wants to show over the commander's final three games this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to put good good ball on tape. You know, I feel like I've, for the most part, I've, I've played some good ball this year and I just got to do it at a more consistent rate. Um, and I want to go into these last three games and be really consistent and be really good and just be efficient um, and, and give my team a chance to win. Um, and I just want to play, I just want to be playing my best football for these last three games. We heard Sam Howell say that he wants to get his completion percentage back up. Yeah, Sam over his last two games has completed just 23 of his 49 pass attempts, uh, good for a completion percentage of just 46.9. That is horrible. (laughs) Uh, This was Ron Rivera on Wednesday afternoon on what he wants to see from Sam Howell over the Commander's final three games this season. 
You know, if there's one thing, you, you, just to me, is, is, is just the consistency, to continue with the consistency. Um, you know, it's been a, a tough few weeks. You know, we, we haven't played the way we've wanted as a team. And, uh, you know, I, I think, again, it's a good opportunity as we just, you know, look at them, focus in on them one at a time and, and, and play consistent football. Regarding what Jacoby Brissett did in the loss at the Rams, the contrast between how Sam Howell did in that game and then how Jacoby did in that game really was something. Uh, Sam went just 11 of 26 for just 102 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Jacoby went 8 of 10 for 124 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. So let's think about this. Jacoby over 16 fewer pass attempts than Sam had, threw for 22 more yards than Sam did, and for one more touchdown than Sam did. Jacoby, for the game, was the second highest graded commander's player per pro football focus. He registered an overall grade of 92. PFF grades were on a scale of 0 to 100. Ron Rivera on Wednesday afternoon on if he sees Sam Howell lately playing with the freedom with which Jacoby Brissett played on Sunday. You know, that's the thing that, um, I, you know, when, in talking with, with, with Sam the other day about, you know, getting a chance to take a step back and, and watch Jacoby was that, you know, he thought that exactly, you know, it was just the freedom in which Jacoby was playing. And, you know, and it's one of those things that you, you, you think back about a couple of games, um, you know, and you think about what he did in Denver and, you know, the way he played and, and you think of the way he played, uh, against, um, uh, against, uh, uh, Philadelphia and you just you said wow you know that that's 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 the thing that 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 you know you know he's capable of and that's what you want to see is that consistency there it has not been lately Rod Rivera on Wednesday afternoon on why Jacoby Brissett played so well on Sunday I mean, you looked at it, it, to me, it was, I thought a lot had to do with his experience and who Jacoby is in terms of that. He does have a little bit of a gunslinger mentality, um, but he's also very smart, very savvy football player. And, um, you know, and, and he came out and saw a couple of things that, that he liked. And based off of those things, I believe he, he went and did those things. Jacoby Brissett in playing well at the Rams did plenty of things well, including throwing with anticipation. He knew what he was looking at and he capitalized. Uh, Ron Rivera on Wednesday afternoon on where he sees Sam Howell in terms of throwing with anticipation. Well, I think that's something that's, you know, that, that, that will come in, in, in time, you know, for a guy that, you know, really this is his, his real first year of being a starter and, 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 you know, getting the opportunity to grow within the offense. I think that's, those are things that will continue to, 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 he'll continue to learn and, and, and have a better feel, I believe, going forward. It's just the anticipation part of it. Well, Jacoby Brissett in the 2022 regular season made 11 starts for the Cleveland Browns. He was their starting quarterback during quarterback Deshaun Watson's 11-game suspension. And Jacoby did quite well over those 11 games. He, for the 2022 regular season, finished number eight among all qualified NFL quarterbacks in total QBR, 62. Uh, Jacoby is a veteran. He's a smart guy. He's played in a number of different offenses. And playing well in relief of Sam Howell this past Sunday wasn't shocking. Uh, But, you know, Jacoby deserves credit for playing well. But Jacoby Brissett is a known entity. Uh, Sam Howell isn't, or... He at least wasn't uh, going into this season. The idea with making this commander season about Sam has been about trying to see if the upside that Sam possesses can be realized. Uh, And these last three games for the commanders this season are huge in determining what exactly 
the Commanders having, Sam. More on those games in moments. But also huge is the greatness of Catering by Uptown. Catering by Uptown is the DMV's number one catering service. If you are planning a holiday party, a New Year's Eve party, a wedding, whatever, uh, and you need a good catering service, go with Catering by Uptown and make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. Catering by Uptown, it is a family business that prides itself on its signature dishes and flawless presentations. And Catering by Uptown goes beyond just food. Catering by Uptown offers personalized consultation and event planning assistance that are outstanding, including venue coordination, custom catering menu selection from over a thousand delicious dish selections, and a day of event coordinator who will make sure that everything runs smoothly. From putting together and executing a menu, to picking linens, to selecting an excellent florist, Catering by Uptown is committed to meeting your needs and exceeding your expectations. Whether you are having a wedding or a corporate event, an intimate gathering, or a gala, Catering by Uptown is the way to go. Visit cateringbyuptown.com and make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. And say hello to Michael Pereira. He and the rest of the Catering by Uptown family want to wish you and your family a happy holiday season and a healthy and prosperous new year. The Pereiras are great and knowledgeable Commanders fans and will do a tremendous job for you. Visit cateringbyuptown.com. That's cateringbyuptown.com. And make sure that you mention that Al Galdi sent you. So we have these final three games for the Commanders this season. Three games that may well go a long way toward determining Sam Howell's future, not just with the Commanders, but also in the NFL. I'm not trying to be overly dramatic, but let's face it, if Sam struggles over the Commanders' final three games this season and ends up having had a bad season, he will not be the team's QB1 moving forward. And it may be that he never gets another true good faith shot at being an NFL team's QB1 again. Now, I do think that Sam has shown enough to be at least a backup quarterback in the NFL. And of course, when you are a backup quarterback, things can happen to where you end up being the starting quarterback. But in terms of an NFL team going into a season with Sam Howell as the team's QB1, as the Commanders did this season, we may never see that again if Sam struggles over the Commanders' final three games this season. And it just so happens that the Commanders' final three games this season are against three excellent defenses. The Commanders' final three games this season at the Jets this Sunday afternoon, Christmas Eve afternoon at 1, home to the San Francisco 49ers the following Sunday afternoon, New Year's Eve afternoon at 1, and then home to the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday afternoon, January 7th. Each of the Commanders' remaining three opponents this season ranks in the top six in the NFL in total defense per DVOA for this regular season. The Jets are third, the Niners are fourth, and the Cowboys are sixth. And the Jets' pass defense is especially good. The Jets for this regular season are number three in the NFL in lowest opponents' yards per pass attempt, 5.57. Ron Rivera on Wednesday afternoon on the Jets' great pass defense. First, I think it starts a lot with uh, their pass rush and then how physical they are at the, uh, at the line of scrimmage. I mean, they've, they're, they're, they've got uh, uh, tall, long corners, guys that are very physical with their hands, and uh, you, you've got to be able to get off clean and, and, and get into your routes quickly. And you just can't win off the line because they come back at you. You've got to win on your second release downfield when you're getting ready to make your break and you get the top end. 
The Jets head coach is a defensive-minded head coach, Robert Sala. Uh, He was the 49ers defensive coordinator for four seasons, 2017 through 2020. The Jets do have a defensive coordinator, Jeff Ulbrich. Uh, The Jets for this regular season are number eight in the NFL in team sack percentage, 8.35. Now, Sam Howell in the loss at the Rams took just one sack. Uh, He, for this regular season, has taken the most sacks in the NFL, 59, but His sack percentage for this regular season now is down to single digits, (laughs) 9.9. That is marked improvement from where that number was, although uh, that is the fourth worst sack percentage among qualified NFL quarterbacks this regular season. Sam Howell on Wednesday afternoon on if there is a physical toll that he's now feeling. Um, not honestly, not really. I, I feel pretty good. You know, I didn't take very many hits on Sunday. I think the O-line's doing a really good job. They're playing some really good football right now. And so I've, I've been able to stay healthy, um, you know, for most of the year and haven't had too many things that have, you know, bothered me. Um, so definitely been pretty, pretty blessed in that way. But, um, yeah, I mean, not nothing really major that I'm doing differently. Um, and just blessed that I'm, I've been able to stay healthy, um, and have those guys up front that I do have. Well, not to jinx anything, not to anger the football gods, but it is worth noting that in this NFL season in which so many QB1s have gotten injured and in which Sam Howell has taken a pounding, that he remains having not missed a single game this regular season really is impressive. Uh, Sam has demonstrated a durability that absolutely should be appreciated. Uh, This was Sam on Wednesday afternoon on why he has stayed healthy this season. I pride myself on, you know, working really hard in the offseason and, and, and trying to take it to the next step in the offseason, just prepare myself for, for the season. Um, so I think that has maybe something to do with it. Um, but I think there is probably some some luck that goes into it as well. You know, you got to try to avoid some bad situations. Um, and I, at times I've done a good job of that and at times I haven't. Um, that's just something I'm still trying to learn and get better at, you know, to try to take care of my body, you know, do it better every single week. Um, but I don't really know if you could pinpoint one thing, you know, it's just kind of a, a situational thing where you just kind of, kind of do the best you can to protect yourself. Sam Howell mentioned luck as a factor in him not having missed a game this regular season. There's no doubt that there is luck involved in him staying healthy this season. I mean, any hit at any time in the NFL can result in injury, and Sam this season has been hit a bunch. But, you know, with the frequency with which Washington quarterbacks have been injured over the previous five seasons, we were owed some good injury luck at the quarterback position. Uh, And so here we are. With Sam Howell, this commander season from an on-the-field standpoint has been about Sam. There's no question about that. He at times has played well. Uh, he lately has not played well. His overall numbers for the season are not good. Uh, Sam, for this regular season, is just 22nd at a 29 qualified NFL quarterbacks per ESPN in total QBR uh, and is just 24th at a 36 qualified NFL quarterbacks per Sumer Sports in expected points added per play, EPA per play. And so for Sam over the Commander's final three games this season, the pressure is on. The heat is on. He needs to play well. He needs to earn being the team's QB1 moving forward. Because as things stand right now, he almost certainly would not be the team's QB1 moving forward, especially with an entirely new football operations regime for the team on the way. Uh, Sam Howell on Wednesday afternoon on if he pays attention to the constant talk about what he ultimately will prove to be 
for the Commanders? I honestly don't don't really look at it much. You know, it, it really doesn't mean anything right now. And I think what what matters is you know how I play each and every week. Um, you know, obviously, you can worry all year long about what's going to happen next year. But for me, I just kind of take the approach of taking it one week at a time and and try really trying to focus in and do everything I can on a week to week basis to put to play my best football. Um, just because obviously, there's a lot of questions about what's going to happen after this year. But I feel like if I'm playing my best football at a consistent rate. Um, and then those then those questions won't be there. Um, so that's just kind of the way I look at it, and I just, I'm just going to try to keep doing what I can to, to play good football and put put good film on tape these last three games. And hopefully Sam Howell does that. Well, however Sam plays over the Commanders' final three games this season, you can play underdog fantasy, which is great, not just for fantasy football, pro and college, but also fantasy basketball, pro and college, and fantasy hockey. The daily pick'em games are super easy and fun. You just pick whether a player will go higher or lower, a given total. Uh, Season-long fantasy via underdog fantasy is simple. Underdog fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, and it has a special offer for listeners of the Al Galdi podcast, a deposit match of up to $100 for all new customers who sign up with the promo code GALDI, my last name, G-A-L-D-I, GALDI. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app. Underdog Fantasy offers daily contests and season-long fantasy. In fact, Underdog Fantasy offers season-long fantasy with a zero-stress scenario of no waivers, no trades, even no lineup setting. We all know that playing fantasy sports can be really time-consuming. Well, Underdog Fantasy removes the time consumption but keeps the fun and the potential to win money and take advantage of the free money. If you signed up now with the promo code GALDI, my last name, G-A-L-D-I, GALDI, Underdog Fantasy will double your first deposit with up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of at least $10. So in other words, if you deposit $100, you get $100 for free. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code GALDI. Check out underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app and use that promo code GALDI. Must be 18 or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and must be present in a state in which underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More now on the Commanders of them on Wednesday, beginning their practice week for their game at the New York Jets this Sunday afternoon at 1. The Commanders injury report for Wednesday's practice did feature 11 players, but A, that's not that unusual for this late in an NFL season, and B, two of the players on the report were listed as not practicing due to Veterans Days, and three other players on the report were full participants in practice. Uh, On offense, running back Brian Robinson Jr. on Wednesday did not practice due to the hamstring injury that had him inactive for the commander's last game, the 28-20 loss at the Los Angeles Rams this past Sunday. Running back Jonathan Williams on Wednesday did not practice due to the concussion that he suffered in that loss at the Rams. Left tackle Charles Leno Jr. on Wednesday did not practice due to the calf injury that caused him to, in that loss at the Rams, play on just 72% of the commander's offensive snaps. Center Tyler Larson on Wednesday did not practice due to the knee injury that caused him to, in that loss at the Rams, play on just 73% of the commander's offensive snaps. Uh, On defense, edge defender James Smith-Williams on Wednesday was a limited participant in practice due to the hamstring string injury that has caused him to be inactive for each of the team's last four games now. Uh, Interior defensive lineman John Ridgway on Wednesday was a limited participant in practice due to a foot injury that he suffered in pregame warmups this past Sunday, although he did play in the game. He and the loss at the Rams played on 20% of the commander's defensive snaps. Uh, But otherwise, the commander's defense in terms of its active roster players is healthy. Uh, Corner Emmanuel Forbes Jr. on Wednesday was a full participant in practice. He was listed as having the elbow issue from which he, in the loss at the Rams, returned from a two-game absence. Although he, in that game, barely played. He played on just 8% of the commander's defensive snaps, a total of just six defensive snaps. Uh, Linebacker Cody Barton on Wednesday was a full participant in practice. He was listed as having a knee problem. Interior defensive lineman Jonathan Allen on Wednesday did not practice due to a Veterans Day. Corner Kendall Fuller on Wednesday did not practice due to a Veterans Day. And on special teams, punter Tressway on Wednesday was listed as a full participant in practice, but also as dealing with a back ailment that he suffered in the loss at the Rams, thanks to one of the many errant long snaps by the commander's since-released long snapper, Cameron Cheeseman. Uh, This game for the commanders at the Jets this Sunday afternoon is a classic battle of awful versus awful. (laughs) The commander's awful defense versus the Jets' awful offense. Which awful will be more awful? Uh, The Commanders for this regular season are 31st out of 32 NFL teams in total defense per DVOA. The Jets for this regular season are dead last in the NFL in total offense per DVOA. You've heard of the irresistible force versus the immovable object. 
Uh, this is the totally resistible force versus the completely movable object. <laughs> uh, here was Commander's head coach Ron Rivera during his post-practice press conference on Wednesday afternoon on what he sees with the Jets' offense. Well, I, I think, first of all, you know, they've, they've, they've had to use a whole bunch of quarterbacks, so there's no continuity at that position. Um, but knowing, you know, what that offense is, is capable of and, and having seen it, you know, in full operation when it was in Green Bay, you know that uh, what they're trying to do, obviously, is trying to run the ball and control the, the line of scrimmage. And then off of that, you see a lot of their play action comes. Um, and they do have a really good running game. It's, um, you know, they try to control the pace and tempo. You know, they, 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 it's not like they're trying to go, you know, 100 miles an hour. They're, 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 they're you know, they're slowing the pace down. And I, I think the thing that they're trying to do is, you know, just be very steady with their game. Um, but to me, it, it really starts with their, with their running game. Well, the Jets in this regular season have played four different quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson, Trevor Simeon, and Tim Boyle. Uh, the Jets had until Wednesday to activate Aaron Rodgers off the reserve injured list, which he had been on since September 12th due to the torn left Achilles tendon that he suffered on the Jets' fourth offensive snap in the team's regular season opener, the uh, 22-16 overtime win over the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football on September 11. Uh, well, Aaron Rodgers was added to the Jets' active roster, but according to head coach Robert Sala, this was done in order for Rodgers to keep practicing as part of his rehab process, and Rodgers will not play again this season. This was solid during his pre-practice press conference on Wednesday morning on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, so he'll, he'll be at, we're still going to keep him on the active. Um, you know, we've got the roster flexibility with all the different things that have happened over the course of the last couple of weeks. And, um, you know, like I said, it's all part of his rehab and, you know, just having him out on the football field is, is a plus for everybody. It's a plus for him. It's a plus for his teammates. And uh, so we're, we're going to keep him on the 53. Yeah, to continue his re it's all part of his the rehab. So there would be days when he's out there, there, there's days when he's not. And like I said, we we just have the roster flexibility. Otherwise, it, we probably wouldn't be able to afford to do this. You would never activate him. Like, no, no, no. He's he's not he's not playing. All right, so no Aaron Rodgers for Commanders at the Jets this Sunday afternoon. That is not good news for Operation Loseout. Uh, the Jets on Wednesday conducted a walkthrough as opposed to a true practice. Aaron Rodgers was listed as a DNP, as in did not practice. Also listed as a DNP was Zach Wilson. Uh, he was the Jets' starting quarterback for their last game, the 30 nothing loss at the Miami Dolphins this past Sunday afternoon, but he was knocked out of that game in the second quarter due to a concussion. Trevor Simeon was the Jets' quarterback for the rest of the game. Robert Sala during his pre-practice press conference on Wednesday morning on whether Zach Wilson will be the Jets' starting quarterback this Sunday afternoon. Uh, we'll see. Uh, his his uh, Everything's improved, so... Uh... I'm, uh, I'm not closing the door on that yet. Well, both Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon have been quite bad this season. Wilson, for this regular season, is dead last among 29 qualified NFL quarterbacks per ESPN in total QBR 30.1. And Simeon, his total QBR for this regular season is 5.4. <laughs> QBR is on a scale of 0 to 100. Homie's QBR is at 5.4. Uh, Sunday afternoon's game at the Jets will be the Commanders' seventh game 
since trading edge defenders Montez Sweat and Chase Young on October 31st. On Halloween, what was 2023 NFL trade deadline day? Uh, Here's something unique. Montez right now leads both the Commanders and the Chicago Bears in sacks for this regular season. Six and a half sacks over eight games with the Commanders, six sacks over six games with the Bears. Uh, Not bad if you're Montez Sweat. The Commanders' pass rush since trading Montez and Chase has been bad. Uh, The Commanders, in their 31-19 loss to the New York Jets at FedEx Field on November 19th, did have nine sacks, but the Commanders, in their other five games since trading Montez and Chase, have totaled just four sacks and just 16 quarterback hits, although the Commanders, in their loss at the Rams this past Sunday, did finish with three sacks and six quarterback hits. Rod Rivera, on Wednesday afternoon, on what he has seen from the defensive line since the team traded Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Well, it's been kind of interesting because there's been an opportunity to watch a lot of young guys play. I mean, at one point, you know, we have uh, we had uh, four rookie defensive ends up and uh, and Casey, you know, and and um, it gave a chance for those young guys to, to get some really good experience. You know, we, we got a chance to watch KJ Henry play a little bit and you know uh, show his his physicality as a as a run stopper. You know, he's got a little bit of work to do on his pass rush stuff. Um, you know, we, we 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 think Andre's got a little bit of ways to go. We think Dre's got some ability. Um, but he's got he's got to learn. Um, you know, getting uh, Jalen Harris and, and plucking him from Chicago. Uh, here's a guy that showed just uh, he's got a, he's got a really good head on his shoulders. He's he's athletic. He's physical. Um, and you know, it, it's it's just one of those things that when when you do something like that, you've got to continue to work and develop it. One of the things that we've tried to do is try to find ways to manufacture pass rush. You know, we've we've blitzed a little bit more than, than we had in the past and um, you know, trying to create those opportunities. We've we've run some load fronts, just trying to do some different things. And I think that's uh, you know, part of what we're learning about our guys. So do you remember how Washington's defense very interestingly and very tellingly played its best in the twenty twenty one season when Chase Young and Montez Sweat were out? Uh, Yeah, we this season have not had a similar phenomenon. Uh, Now, the commander's defense this season with Montez and Chase was really bad. That's part of why those guys got traded. But the notion of, you know, addition by subtraction regarding Chase has not panned out. What we have seen from commander's edge defenders since Montez and Chase were traded has been really underwhelming. Uh, It is worth noting that the commanders have been without James Smith-Williams the last four games due to his hamstring injury uh, and have had edge defender F.A. Obata on the reserve injury list since November 20th due to a fractured right fibula and tibia. But what has become crystal clear is that among the many needs for the commanders this coming offseason is Edge Defender. And if among your needs is more commanders content, check out BGO Blind Pig, the official podcast of bgobsession.com. BGO Blind Pig is a roundtable discussion of all things Washington Commanders football. Lots of good and passionate Commanders conversation from Commanders fans who know the team well. You can find the BGO Blind Pig podcast on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, or on any major podcast provider. Make BGObsession.com the home for your burgundy and gold obsession. And make the BGO Blind Pig podcast one of your weekly DC football listens.
Well, the Capitals began this NHL regular season 1-3-1. and They since then now are 15-6-3. Not bad. A 3-2 overtime win over the New York Islanders at Capital One Arena on Wednesday night. Top-line center Dylan Strom, another big goal. He scored the game-winning power play goal 1-41 into overtime on a snapshot from the high slot for his team-leading 13th goal this regular season. Eight of the 13 goals have been third period or overtime goals. And yes, this goal was a power play goal. Uh, The Caps' power play, which had been wretched, has been better lately. Uh, They on Wednesday night went 1-3 on the power play, now are 9 of 85 on the power play this regular season. But Dylan Strome continues to come through for the Caps. We, during Caps head coach Spencer Carberry's postgame press conference on Wednesday night, had this exchange with Tom Galitti, writer for NHL.com. Dylan, after he scores the OT winner, basically said he wasn't that pleased with his game tonight, minus two. Look, you pointed out first. What does that kind of say about him and also just how important has he been with the goals he's been scoring? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a huge goal. It's a great shot. It's... I'm shooting through that screen. Tom Wilson does an unbelievable job on on the on the screen there to to make a goaltender that that's been fantastic against us not be able to see that and shoot through it. And I, that's one of the things I appreciate about Stromer is um, and you might not get this from being around him and talking to him. He is so um, internally motivated. And so almost to a fault, um, wants to be the best, like the best. And is um, anytime he doesn't make a play or, or things don't work out, which is going to inevitably happen, um, he, he expects this from himself. And so that for a coach is um, is a real luxury because there's a lot of players that you've got to push that out of them and say you should expect this he's like oh i know like that's what i expect of myself to be a world-class player to be a first line centerman to be able to play with anyone in this league to be able to win shifts against bo horvat and matt barzell um so it's just i think it's a great quality of him pushing the envelope and his expectations of tonight and you know um i would agree like i thought their line was just okay they're on for two goals there's there's a little bit of um you know, unlucky situations, puck bounces that go into that. But driving offense is where I thought they um, came short. And they had a few good looks, but I thought they there's more from that line. And part of that line is the great eight left wing Alex Ovechkin. Now, he on Wednesday night did not score a goal, uh, extending his regular season goal drought to an NHL career worst 14 games. But Ovi did have the primary assist on Dylan Strom's game-winning overtime power play goal, did have five shots on goal, and did have a game-high nine total shot attempts. Uh, Actually, Ovechkin's assist tied him with Pittsburgh Penguins center Evgeny Malkin for the second most regular season overtime points in NHL history at 39. Penguins center Sidney Crosby is number one at 43. Uh, now, the Caps on Wednesday night won despite blowing a 2-1 third period lead. They, in a third period that they lost one nothing, got smashed in the puck possession battle. Uh, the Caps in that third period had just eight shots on goal to the Islanders' 16, and per natural stat trick had just 11 five-on-five shot attempts to the Islanders' 29, including zero 
five-on-five high-danger shot attempts to the Islanders' six. But the Caps on Wednesday night got good goaltending. Uh, Darcy Kemper was the Caps' starting goaltender for just the eighth time in 16 games since returning from injury. But he was good. He stopped 30 of the 32 shots on goal that he faced. Kemper, per natural stat trick, stopped six of the eight high-danger shots on goal that he faced, stopped all four of the medium-danger shots on goal that he faced, and stopped all 20 of the low-danger shots on goal that he faced. The Caps went 3-3 on the penalty kill. And we, on Wednesday night, had two Caps first-round picks playing of having just been called up. So, the Caps for Wednesday night were missing a number of forwards. Uh, Connor McMichael did not play due to illness. Uh, TJ Oshie is on the injured reserve list on which he was placed on Tuesday due to a lower body injury. Sonny Milano is on the injured reserve list on which he was placed on December 14th due to an upper body injury. Max Pacioretty has been on the long-term injured reserve list for this entire regular season. He was put on the list on October 11th, uh, this due to having suffered two tears of his right Achilles tendon. And don't forget that Nicholas Backstrom is on the long-term injured reserve list on which he was placed on November 8th due to his chronically bad left hip, and his career appears to be over. And so the Caps on Tuesday morning announced having recalled forwards Ivan Morosnichenko and Hendricks Lapierre from the team's AHL affiliate, the Hershey Bears. Uh, Ivan Morosnichenko, a Russian forward, the Caps took him with the number 20 overall pick in the 2022 NHL draft. He was considered among the most talented players in that 2022 draft. The reason that he fell to the Caps at 20 was that in March 2022, it was announced that he had been diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, He received treatment in Germany, seems to be doing well, and Morostachenko in this overtime win over the Islanders made his NHL regular season debut. Uh, He was the Caps' Second line left wing, he played for 10 minutes, 14 seconds. He had a team high tying three hits and was tied for number three on the Caps in five on five shot attempt percentage for the game per natural stat trick at 56.52. The Caps with Morosnichenko on the ice in five on five situations in the game had 13 shot attempts versus allowing 10 shot attempts. This was Spencer Carberry during his postgame press conference on Wednesday night on Ivan Morosnichenko. I, I liked his game. I thought um, there's a couple things that stood out to me is the, the the shooting in the shot. Like he throws one, that early one off the side of Varlamov. I don't even know if it hit the crossbar. It hit um, Barley in the side of the head, but it was like a heady play to try to throw a puck to the net, catch the goaltender off guard. He gets the chance on the two-on-one with Matty Phillips, just hops over his stick. Um, I, I liked his game, and there was a sequence late in the, in the game where it was 2-2. And he had to defend a scenario that sometimes is tricky for wingers, and he had it dialed. And there was nobody, he didn't get beat in the situation, he was right on coverage. And so that tells me that he, in a conversation we had this morning, is dialed in and knew exactly how we played that situation and did it to a tee. All right. And then with Canadian forward Hendricks Lapierre, uh, the Caps took him with the number 22 overall pick in the 2020 NHL draft. He had played for the Caps at the NHL level in a regular season before, including this season. Uh, he, in this overtime win over the Islanders, was the Caps' third line center. He played for just nine minutes, but he had a goal and an assist. Uh, Lapierre scored an even strand goal 956 into the first period and had the secondary assist on an even 
Ravens Grant goal by defenseman Joel Edmondson, 13-12 into the second period. Nice win for the Caps. Next up for them at the Columbus Blue Jackets, Thursday night at 7. Well, the Caps, after having a lot of road games in December, do have a lot of home games in January. The Game Time app right now has some excellent deals on Caps tickets. Take advantage of these deals for tickets for you or someone as a gift this holiday season, and you can save even more money by using the promo code ALGALDI. Download the Game Time app create an account, and use the promo code ALGALDI for $20 off your first purchase. When it comes to buying tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater, the way to go is with the GameTime app. What makes GameTime great is its best price guarantee, so you don't have to worry if you're truly going about getting tickets in the best possible way. GameTime's best price guarantee means that you'll always get the best price because if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. What's also great about GameTime is how easy it makes searching for tickets. You can search by team venue or artist. Uh, Also, GameTime is the app for last-minute ticket deals. You don't have to plan months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. GameTime also offers flash deals on tickets, and tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. GameTime is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country. Find out why. Get the tickets without the stress with GameTime, which is offering a great deal for listeners of the Al Galdi podcast. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the promo code ALGALDI for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the promo code ALGALDI for $20 off your first purchase. Download the GameTime app and use that promo code ALGALDI. GameTime, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And that will do it for you and me for now. Keep the feedback coming. You can hit me up on X at Al Galdi. You can email me, the Al Galdi podcast at yahoo.com. Friday show, episode 726. We'll provide you with more on the Commanders as we will prepare you properly for the Commanders game at the New York Jets this Sunday afternoon at 1. I will present my rhyming keys for quarterback Sam Howell playing well, but also a Commanders loss. Not a win, a loss, as that is what is best for the Commanders at this point. And I'll provide commentary on what is said by assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy in his pre-practice press conference on Thursday. Also on Friday's show, I'll talk Capitals, Wizards, Virginia Tech basketball, and James Madison football. The Caps are at the Columbus Blue Jackets Thursday night at 7. The Wizards are at the Portland Trailblazers Thursday night at 10. The Hokies are home to American University Thursday evening at 5. And I will give you a Goldilocks preview and pick for James Madison's bowl game as we have the Dukes versus Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl at Amon G. Carter Stadium in Fort Worth, Texas this Saturday afternoon at 3.30. Have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll talk to you on Friday. Tackle by a tonguey, tonguey mamoa. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. 
ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.